Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, man? Not much. How are you? I'm good. Good. Good to see you again. What? I got two texts in two minutes. Bad? Yeah. I got one from Nick Wright. Well, he's on the air, for God's sakes. I was going to say, he's on TV. Just a story that says Michigan cheated. Oh, I was just reading about that. I'm, I'm like, about that. God damn it. The old sign stealing. Sign stealing. Deal. And then two minutes later, I get a text from Dan Lanning and just says, ha ha. <laughs> With the same okay, story. That's pretty funny. <laughs> same story. That's pretty funny. Nick sending it to you, a little annoying. Dan Lanning said it kind of cool and yeah. funny. Yeah, I just, you guys were talking about that earlier. I heard nothing about it. I was just reading about it. Some low level assistant allegedly. Suspended, suspended. Yeah, with there's pay some story they now that he they bought. They have his ticket receipts of the tickets that he bought, where he's sending people out to games. Okay, yeah, it said that you know the allegations that he was sending people out to, you know, opponent games, and then I guess you just film their signs. This is like what happened in New England, right? Same kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, wasn't that the allegation? Yeah, although I feel like they were trying to, and I could be wrong. I'm not trying to diminish it, but. I feel like in the New England thing, they were filming practice. Okay. Like, they were sending a guy in and, like, I think they got caught in, like, a Bengals shirt. Okay. And he had, like, a video I camera. I remember that. And I remember Bengals that. people were like, bro, you don't work here, man. Yeah, what I are you doing? He's like, oh, sure I do. And put the camera. So I think that was a little different. This seems to be. Which a- would have totally been my job at that organization, oh, by the totally. way. That would have been my job. If I got I a job in right the NFL. Now. If Harbaugh called me around and be like, yo, I need to fly you around the country. Yep. And you just need to film. I'd be like, I got you, boss. Yep. But I can't. I wouldn't get caught. Well, I mean, I try not to. But that's what they would be sending me to do. It's all about pretending. You know, in that moment, you got it. Yeah. When you got to get angry, you got to get angry. You right. know. Remember when that guy told me to move the station van from in front of the place, of and course. I started acting like I was a cop. Of I mean, course. you got to really in that moment, you got a decision to make. And if it's just no, I, I, I do work here. You're done. Uh-huh. It's over. You got to respond. Quickly. Quick, and you got to respond with confidence. Like, some sort of F off, I'm working. military or something. You'd think you'd be able to yeah. handle it. Like, you be- who are you? <laughs> right. Because I'm busy right now. Why do you hate the truth? Exactly. <laughs> Start with that. So you this know who says, I am? My name is Car- Colonel whatever. The Guardian says a person mm. who was briefed on the allegations against Michigan confirmed to the AP that the investigation is focused on Stallions. This is the guy who's been suspended. And whether he was involved in sending people to the games of Michigan's opponents to take videos of the teams using sideline signals. The person spoke on condition of anonymity because no one was authorized to speak publicly about the NCAA investigation. Uh, I don't totally understand how that's 
not just working within right, so. the rules? Because there are signs. If they're using the same ones and you learn them, to me, that's you know, playing right, so within So it doesn't matter rules. and people don't care. I've done a little bit of a deep dive into this. Okay. Like, I didn't know that you couldn't go out and advance scout games at, you know, like if you're like, hey, we might play Georgia in the playoff. Why don't we just send someone and see if we can to all the, the Georgia games yeah. and see if we can figure out anything, see if we can figure out their signs, yeah. you know, watch the – all that makes sense to me. Why couldn't you do that? Well, apparently the rule was never put in place because it gave you an unfair advantage. Okay. All right? Because they're not even sure it works. And teams change well, their signs not or whatever, sure whether right? Or not it gives you an advantage. They're not yeah. sure, right? You know, but you're doing it to try to get an, an advantage. But it was outlawed in 94 because they said bigger schools were sending people to all the games. And then schools with not as much money couldn't send people to the games. So to try to make it an even playing field, crazy. they said, let's just not do it at all. That's, you're not allowed to do it. Yeah, It doesn't seem like an expensive investigation, though. You know what I mean? Send right. someone with a cell phone camera and right. record the sidelines or whatever. But, uh, you know, I didn't know that it was a thing at all until the New England deal. And right. Then, and then I thought that was only like, hey, man, you're sneaking people into practices. I could see like that. that. I could see you that. Like, you're not allowed you're to be there. Right. It's not but if it's a game where anybody can the go. The public is there. I can go and I can record it on my cell phone if I wanted to. Yes. Now, if you had one of those spy tech things from the 90s that allowed you to listen into what they're saying behind there, then I'm like, okay, you're using equipment here right. to, to listen in on what they're saying. Well, when people were comparing it to the Astros, and I get it. It is science. That was weird, but, too, though. But that was also like, hey, we're just going to bang on this trash right. can when a curveball is coming. Right. Well, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. That's a huge deal. But also, deal. it was like, you need to figure out a way, and they just said, well, you can't do it, but I'm like, you need right. to figure out a better way to fix this, because... They know the sign. Someone can see it. And if it's as simple as banging on a trash can, right. then you need to do something other than just say, you can't do this, because they'll find another well, way to do thing, it. here's the other thing, which I find fascinating. And as I've looked into this, again, you know, whatever. They, and I guess I knew it, but it never really connected. They don't let the quarterbacks have an earpiece in their helmet. In, in, in NFL college. or college? Okay. So in the NFL... There's really no so if you watch the NFL, it's just guys with a play sheet. They put it over their mm-hmm. lips because they know someone is taping them and reading See, lips. The right, quarterback sometimes going like, "I can't hear. Right, right. I need right. a call." Right, right. You, you know, there's that radio. Right, there. so they're just so there's no signs really. Yeah, right. You're just talking to the quarterback yep. like you know this is the, the play. Big laminated right? play sheet, and they're just talking out like, right. and you know that's what they're doing. Right, and the other ones are showing like a picture of Donnie Darko and yeah. you know Donnie Wahlberg, and yeah. that means this play. Right, right. And they're putting them up, and they're showing them, and there's four different guys giving different signs. Because I'm also like, if you don't think people are stealing signs, why are there four people giving different signs and only that's one why of them's you accurate? Have signs. Right. Yes, exactly. And that's why you're doing fake signs and real signs, because you know people are stealing the signs. So It's like KGB versus the, the uh, FBI. Right. I mean, that's how, how it is. It's a But game. wouldn't it just solve the problems if you just put the microphone on the people's helmet? Yeah, so why don't they allow that? I have no idea. Hmm. When when Belichick was doing it, well, again, that was practice. Right. I, I'm with you. I get the practice thing. This is a closed facility. It's not open right. to the public. You're pretending to be someone you're not. If it's a game, you buy a ticket and go in, right? Right. And start filming away. I, that, to me, seems a little less obvious that it would be cheating. I could right. see that being, you know, somehow working within the rules. But, you know, look, not to S on your guy. I mean, Harbaugh's obviously having a great season. They're undefeated, right? Yeah. Just kicked Michigan State's ass this yeah. weekend. And... 
It's, they're you know, ranked one or two in the country everywhere. Ranked n- number one or number two, but this was the same season that he didn't he didn't play or couldn't coach the first, first couple three games because he right? brought people hamburgers. All because of that scandal, right? During so COVID, does that matter now that it's like now you've got double scandals in one season? The yeah. school's not going to think we should fire this guy over it he, no. when they're that good. There's no, no way. No, no way. And people like him. The fans like him. Right. So if I were them, I'd offer him a ton of money right now. Because you're afraid that he might. Because I think. I think. Remember when Pete Carroll got caught mm-hmm. and all that trouble with Reggie Bush and everything, and then he was just like, you know what? He was an NFL coach, mm-hmm. and he was like, why? What are we talking about? This is all so stupid. I think Harbaugh's the same way. I think he's like, what are we doing? Why? Why do you care if I bought a guy that. a cheeseburger? Yep. And what do you care if I sent a former colonel? To a game and recorded him. Like, why is that? Why is that to even watch a deal? A game. Right, a game. Right. Why is that even an issue? I just think he'll be like, you know what? I'm out. I'm going to go coach the Raiders. They've got to be scared of that. Right. I think they should, I'm going to go coach it, but I think he might do it anyway. Whether no yeah. matter what happens, and it won't be because he's mad at Michigan or he loses again in the playoffs or whatever. I think he'll just be like, I'm done dealing with these idiots. It's such a and he'll go cluster. coach the Raiders where he doesn't have to deal with any of it. Yeah. They're like, great. Yep. Tape whatever you want, do whatever you want. There's no NCAA. You know what I mean? You're not going to get in trouble for anything. Yep. And it's not like – I'm, I'm not trying to defend Michigan. I don't have a dog in the fight. But you're not tapping their phones. You no. Know? You're sending someone to a game. Right. You're like, hey, just like teams watch tape every week and they say, let's look at these previous games. Well, that's the games. other thing. They send you're teams tape. So. Right. So, but I get it. You're saying you're filming specifically just the sideline, and the game might not always show the sideline. There could be times where you don't see what's going on on the sideline. Right. Okay. And this guy apparently was a colonel in the Navy or the Army or something. Okay, I didn't see And so that his whole job, what the allegation is, his whole job was just to film the signs. Yeah. And then do some sort of, you know, Navy training, Army training stuff. And do like a spreadsheet and be like, oh, if they put this here and put this here. So he would do all the signs with every play, all the signs, and then be like, okay, this represents this, this represents that. That's the rumor? That's the rumor that, that he was how really that much good information at that. got out. Okay. That he was well, really good says, at that. That's what I, mean. I knew nothing about it, right? He's, he's like, yeah, I don't, like, know, I don't know anything about, anything about it. it. Which is exactly what you yeah, I don't expect, know what you're talking about. Right? I mean, it sounds like a lot of things. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. A lot of different companies would do if they I don't had know what you're talking about. someone at the top and someone at the bottom who you've never heard of going to do something like that. person at the top says, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. That's to be expected. But also, and he probably, to some degree, he may not. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's possible. It's I guess. possible that he that his staff and that guy was like, "I'm going to wait. I'll impress the boss. No, oh, right. I learn these signs, and I'll right. show and then I just tell method. him mm-hmm. on the sidelines. So, like, I he's like, I didn't know he was going anywhere. Yeah, it could be that, or it could be that you know he has staff who knew. Yeah, and they they just insulate the head coach. That happens all the time. You insulate the CEO of the company. Like, you don't need to know exactly what we're doing. What, what kind well, how did you guys know they were going to run this play? Right. You don't need to know. Right. I don't have okay. to tell you. What, what kind of power does the NCAA have when they're doing an investigation? Can they take your phone and look at text messages? Like They're not the FBI. Right. They're not the cops. So, so they did, but they you, did request they the this property, guy's computer. I was going to say, if it's property of theirs, if it's a computer that's at the school that's somehow connected to the NCAA, then maybe. But I'm guessing that Harbaugh has his own phone. And if he were going to text this guy, he would do it on his own phone and text yeah. him. Wouldn't be a phone owned by them. I can't imagine that the NCAA can compel you to turn over your phone. There's no way. So how else would you prove that he knew anything about it? You'd have to have emails. Well, what the news story is they have like you know this, they have ticket receipts of this guy buying like thirty tickets yeah. across the country and you and know, then Harbaugh whatever. paid for them or something. And, and maybe get- oh, uh, people are now looking for. I think they found at least today the story is they found. 
So the um, security cameras in college stadiums mm-hmm. have picked up this guy at stadiums. Okay. So if they have him filming stuff, then I get that that's part. Trouble. How do you connect that to Harbaugh, though, without... Right, like he's an employee, said, so it doesn't seize, matter. Seizing a phone or whatever right, it is. But still, he's an employee. It. So they're going to say, Harbaugh, you're in charge of the whole thing. You can, lie, you can lie to us or not and tell us you didn't know. It doesn't well, matter. Take that he's to, your employee. I take that to the campus kangaroo court because that seems like you could say, I can't be expected to control all of these people all the time and what they do. And they're free. This guy's trying to impress me yeah. by going out and learning signs. You can't hold me. I'll sue you. The NCAA has so many. Like they could just say, yeah. then, you, hey, if you it's don't. Like country. If you don't. If you say you don't know anything about it, they could probably hit you with lack of institutional yeah, control. Exactly. Something right. So then they're like, yeah, it's good. When, and that's when he becomes the coach of the Raiders. Right. We can't prove that you didn't know, but we can prove is that employees for you were doing it. And if you didn't know they were doing it, then you had a complete lack of control of your football team. So here's, you know, a five-game suspension. We're going to vacate all your wins. Okay. Outside of Ohio State, the Ohio State. They say that's who turned them in. Okay. Outside of that, that school and their fans and their mm-hmm. alum, whatever. Is Harbaugh hated by college fans because well, he's so now, good, or is Michigan hated because yeah, they're so good? No, not like, because, because they're the so pa- good. The Patriots were hated every time there right. was a, 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 a some sort of. I don't think it's because about- they're so good. I think it's because, and this is the rumor, is because this Harbaugh has come out against name image likeness. Oh, so he said we shouldn't yeah. do, we shouldn't do name image likeness. We should just pay him. Yes. Okay. And he's like, hey, we got a billion dollars from Fox. Mm-hmm. Give some of it to the players. Why? Players why do they have to go out and hustle and all this stuff? Mm-hmm. Let's just pay them. Yeah, you're like why? It's all you're making it so stupid. Let's just pay them. Yeah, and it would be like if we were working here and they say, yeah, you can be on the radio, but what you're going to do is go out to the car dealerships and see if they will pay you exactly to run commercials. Exactly. Whatever. So it's like, wait a and second. Then, so, seemed, now it's two jobs, right? And then Harbaugh's like, you know, we're paying these kids in high school, yeah. to come here millions of dollars they never played before. Right. Let's just pay them. Okay, that's fine. Not give them money before they get here. You start to play, and we pay you on how good you are. You make money. We got a billion dollars. We'll split it up and give it to the players. I'm fine with that. And so, But, yeah, but, you know, the NCAA and other teams, they're not fine with that because that's their money. I get it, but they, they weren't fine the with name image, name image likeness in the beginning either, which I always thought was a stepping right. stone. But at least the name image likeness from... doesn't come out of their money. I get it. Now you're saying, hey, let's give them some of our money. I get and it. And I think, you know. Of course. They don't want to do you mess it. with the money. They never wanted any of this come to after be done. You. Sure. But it, that, that name image likeness stuff always felt like a stepping stone to me. This is, now we're moving in the direction of right. getting these kids paid. Just getting paid. Yes. And, just and so it. I think when he came out and said that, I think. They were like, yeah, other well, schools let's got take pissed. a look into them. No, yeah. I think other schools got pissed because they were beating them. Well, that too. Right. So yeah. I think, you know, Ohio State's like, hey, I heard they're taping people. I heard the rumor is Ohio State's head coach heard that that was happening and hired an ex-FBI agent to investigate it. Wow. Yeah. They take it so seriously. You have to email Harbaugh today and mm-hmm. say, hey, coach. I've got some of those videos <laughs> no, no way. on my phone. No, could you, you imagine? Them, I think it'd get you in the news. Probably. I think he would be like, "Don't ever." Then Dan Laney comes to your defense. <laughs> I like this. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on, kid? Nothing. We're just talking about NFL football well, yeah, because your team. Uh, well, got, we you, can skip over the lines. Other ass game is hard to watch. But I was pointing out. Look, the 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 Bills lost to the, well, uh, the Patriots, Patriots, so anything's possible. Hey, people lose, and the, and you can't take away the fact that the Lions still have a good record. They beat the Chiefs. Are the only team know. that beat the Chiefs? Maybe this they come year. back. Yep. But I, I, I had this feeling, and I, I was watching you know, the game. It was so bad. Literally, people will know this if you're watching the game in Kansas City. Uh, you know, it was like twenty eight. It was on regular TV. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, you know what? This game's not very good. 
I'm going to go ahead and switch to a different game. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. The old, the old more competitive? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Something you'll sucked. like better. And then switch to what, like a Giants game? It was like That's Atlanta cool. or something. I was like, Ugh. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. you know. It, I'm, sorry. I'm sure they got an excuse. They probably got injuries or something, right? Somebody mm. was out? Mm. They no? just got their ass kicked. Yeah, well, it happens. When you watch your own team every week, you, you see their flaws, and you think, even if their record's good, and whether they're bad, you got the answers. Right. If they're good, you still got the answers of how they could be better. Those first couple seasons with Mahomes just dominating opponents yeah. kind of stopped. You know, Tyreek's gone, and now this season it's been like, who's yeah, he going to throw the ball to? yesterday, too. So. Right. But I, and you're the football guy, so I did want to ask you this real quick, and we can move on. But after watching the Chiefs yesterday, I thought, you know what? Here we are. They're winning. They do seem to kind of just play to their opponent's level. You know, they're, they're, not, they're not crushing but the defense is doing amazing, awesome. right? Just look at the stats. I mean, it, I, I would assume that the people on TV are calling it one of the best defenses right, sure. in the NFL. Um, nobody's scoring, you know, more than, what, 20 on them? It's, right. it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. So your defense is great. Of course, you're always focused, though, on your quarterback and those big throws. But you start to think about these other teams that you're scared of. Like early in the season, it would be Cincinnati and Buffalo and Philadelphia and right. all those teams. You go, you know what? You mind yourself. They they play crappy teams all season long too. That's true. You know they're they're playing a lot of the same teams. And yes, you're watching the highlights of them and going, "Oof, that looks good." But if you were just watching the highlights of all, yeah, yeah, still yeah, throws yeah. for four hundred yards. I, they, or prob- they got you know. Hopefully, they got Hartman back. Hartman back, and so hopefully that was crazy. I did not know that was happening until a Sunday. Right. I had no idea. I didn't hear about it. What a crazy kid! Because the Jets are going to end up paying for him to be here, right? I mean, wasn't he the one that? Now, I don't want to get in trouble here, so you guys will know this. And I think Snowcone may have been the one that told me this. But wasn't he the one that like, didn't want to go to the, the Super Bowl parade and all that stuff? Wasn't that him? Like They mm. thought that he was being kind of a poor sport, and then they ended no, up... No, that was uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Oh, mm. I'm mixing them up. That, that was? I thought yeah, McCall... he went to New York Fashion Week. Mm. Oh, I thought that Instead was Harvin. of the parade. So, so, but Harvin goes to New York. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really do anything. No, he's back here. This is why I don't understand football at all. They're ba- the Jets are basically paying for him to be here. And then yesterday he has a pretty good game, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Not, not like a superstar. But he knows game, everybody. That's just it. He's he only right been away in. for like you know, such a six months. Thing. Be such a weird thing. You're going to go to New York. You're going to play for Aaron Rodgers. You just got done playing with Mahomes. Yeah, then there is no this Aaron Rodgers. No you're Rogers. not really doing very I'm good. I'm going home. Yeah, I'll go back to the. I'm Chiefs. sure the Chiefs called and said, "Hey, we'll trade you something for him." And like, okay. Yeah, so I, that was surprising. But I guess what I was going to say is I'm, I'm starting to feel a little more confident. And I know Nick Wright would say, you idiot, you've got Mahomes, you should have been confident all season. But there are other good teams. And, you know, yes, the Chiefs find a way to win. But I'm, it's not about whether or not they'd have a winning or losing season. I was nervous about playoff games, you know, those sorts of things. And I think at this point I'm like, they're, they're as good as anyone. With Mahomes, there's there's. Good I don't think there's anybody in the AFC better than them. I mean, not maybe. Not the AFC, really. Maybe. I, mean, I know, but they lost to Philadelphia, but. You know the Dolphins, right? The Dolphins and the Chiefs in the AFC Championship will be two. a hell of a game. Those are the two. That's what it would it looks be unbelievable. Like. That's what right? it looks like now, right? Because they both can really score. And it would be fun. Who are they saying on TV is the best team in the NFL? Are they saying is the Eagles? Is that or the who they're 49ers? saying? Or the 49ers? Or the, 40, yeah. the 49ers just lost right to Cleveland. So yeah, didn't remember. they? Didn't the 49ers lose their perfect streak to the to the to the Browns? Pretty know. sure they did. Someone on Twitch will know. But yeah, I thought that they were no longer undefeated. Anyway, I guess... Oh, yeah, uh, they did. He had a bad game. Okay. They're and, playing uh, tonight. Yeah, but they lost last week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway... It was uh, whatever Mr. Irrelevant's first bad game. Oh, yeah, what the hell is... I can't Brock, think it was... Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. So, I got something that we got to talk about. Okay. Does Lazlo know anything about this snow cone? Uh, what happened to me? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't tell him. Okay, good. Because we is wanted it to... Is it being? 
It's just, no, it's one of those life stories. I mean, it was big at the time. It happened yeah. this weekend. I think people will be able to relate me? to it. Well, the reason is I, I told him, hey. I should have. I, no, but I, but I did say, save this because you got to tell Lazo. I'm not a dad, and I, I think being a parent is a big part of the yeah. story and being okay. able to relate to the story. You don't have to be because I can relate to the first half. But then the, the other half is now put a kid in the mix. Okay. The first thing is something we've all done. We've all had almost everyone, or at least been the victim of. You've either perpetrated it or been the victim of it. At some point, you're like, okay. I guarantee it. But when you throw a kid in the mix, what happens? It's something I'd never thought about. And Snowcone was so, I think you were, I mean, I know you were angry, but I think you were also probably a little nervous. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You, you're in dad mode. Your son's there, yeah. this whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, yeah, let's we'll, hear. I'll tell you the story next. Yep. The Church of Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Aslo. All right. All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. I want to hear what happened to Snowcone. This is exciting. So I got uh, a message from Snowcone over the weekend. It was uh, Saturday night, right? And... Uh, I'd missed a bunch of texts. I don't remember. I think it was been, we'd been doing something. But anyway, I maybe been watching a movie. I look at my phone, and I have these missed messages from Snowcone. And he's like, oh, my God, you won't believe this. So I, we, he, we talk, and he tells me the story. And first of all, I mean, I wasn't involved, so it's kind of funny. Also, I was thinking, man, I wish I would have seen this. This is a thing I would have loved to have witnessed. And supposedly, there could be video, Laszlo, of this incident out there somewhere. Okay. So if someone has video of this uh-huh. incident, I would love to see it because Snowcone said people pulled their phones out and started recording him. Recording so, you? Yeah. 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 So you never want to be that guy. Snowcone was the star no. of the video cell phone video yeah. this weekend yeah so saturday it was it happened on saturday night yeah so set, tell us the story set the stage so i had bomb pop this weekend and mm-hmm. i really wanted to do some fun fall spooky type stuff with them mm-hmm. and we were going to go to deanna rose they had like a haunted you know farmstead what is that night. i've heard that a million times it's a farmstead what's a farmstead we, it's just a it's just playground a, with goats and stuff basically, okay like, like basically a, it. okay i got you we like, go there like the all the time farm. it's awesome all right got you like an entertainment farm yeah. type of thing yeah a few small animals on a working farm it's there for people to pay and come check out yeah, and, yeah, yeah. okay gotcha you can like fish farmstead yeah. okay yeah. so we're gonna go there um we talked about it all day he was really excited and i called before he left to make sure like everything was still good and they said mm-hmm. they'd sold out of tickets okay and i'm like damn so it's like five o'clock and trying to find something else to do they can't find anything else so i thought okay let's just get popcorn and candy we'll have we'll watch hocus pocus we'll watch you know Kids Halloween movies. Yeah, because Sunday you were going to the pumpkin patch anyway, right? Yeah, we're going to, we went you to already Lewisburg, had that side of mill. Yeah. Okay. So we movie go up, night's good. We go up to a Walmart to get candy and popcorn and stuff, and uh, we're leaving. And well, I had to run the Quick Trip, the one that's by Sandstone, to get uh, some stuff. So we're leaving Quick Trip by Sandstone. And there had to be, like, some concert because there's tons of cars out, like lots okay. of cars. Okay. And so we're leaving, and we get uh, back on K7. We're driving down. We get stopped at a stoplight. And... So there's two lanes, right? I'm in the left lane. You're waiting to get on the highway there? Get uh, back on the, or no, because no, you're going back to Bonner Springs. Yeah, so okay. I'm on K7. Okay. So there's two lanes, and I go up to the stoplight. I'm like three cars behind the light, and the left lane is just not moving at all. The right lane's moving normally. So but, like the light's cycling, but no one's moving? Yeah, the light's green, and no one's moving. I can't there's see like a stalled car on. in front. Right, so that's what see. eventually I could see was that there was a right. stalled car middle of the intersection, right? 
I, I, that and so to be that person. So the light turns I, yellow. The guy in front of me, who his car is not stalled, he's the next person. He has to come back because he's the middle of the intersection. He should have just gone, but he wants to come back. So he starts reversing, which means I have to reverse. So I look behind me and I see a car behind me, like a good car length away. Like I got room to back up a little bit. So I start backing up slowly, and the guy behind me starts blaring on his horn, flashing his lights, like going crazy. And I'm like, dude, what, like, what I, kind I, of car? Big car? Little car? Uh, some kind of crossover. Okay. Because the type of car can intimidate you less or more. Sure. You know if it what was I mean? a big yeah. truck or something, yeah. I might, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, but I start backing up, and I just kind of throw my hands to the wind, like, what do you want me to do? Like, I have to back up. Like, We're this guy stuck. in front of me is backed up. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't go around him, so I have to back up. And I see your car. I got plenty of room. Like, I know where you're at. Yeah. So I throw my hands up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the light cycles, and when it turns green now, again. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, just because I'm painting a picture, Bomb Pop, does he still have to sit in a car seat in the back? He's in, like, one of those booster chairs. Okay, right. Yeah. Just trying to make sure. Yeah. Okay. that's Like, he's not in the passenger right. seat with you. Right. No. So everyone on the left lane my kids are at the age now where I'm like, yo. Flip that guy Grab off. something strong. Let's <laughs> right, go. Right, Three right, on right. one, boys. Right. So everyone. Little one. You better have my back. <laughs> right. I want to hear you scared. The big one I know will come. I'm like, little one, get out of right. the car. Let's go. Right. <laughs> so everyone now knows, like, in the left lane, hey, we have to get over. There's a car stalled, right? Everyone's got their blinker on. So when the light turns green again, the guy in front of me merges to the right. Then the guy in the right lane goes, and then I try and go. A zipper merge, right? Sure. So you know like when you're getting on a highway on the on-ramp and there's a car like riding your ass, and mm-hmm. as soon as you're like able to get up to the highway and merge, that car like zooms around oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate, I hate that. that. It me drives too. me nuts. Right. So the guy behind me tries doing that. Same one. guy who's flipping the lights and stuff. Yes. Right. So when I go to, to go to, to the right, right lane to merge right after that car goes, yeah. he tries to zoom around me real quick. Like, you, ha- you know I have like, to Like, does he try over. and go around you in the left where you just were, or is he trying to go around you on the no, right? No, he's going around me to the right, like, okay. where I have to go. Okay. I yeah. have to get to the right, but because the car... For- it's like getting off an airplane, and the person behind you is like, I'm going. Right, You're like, right. I'm because standing the here. car passed him first that gave him the first opportunity. He thought, he's going to do like, he's going to try and go around me. Like, yeah, man, right. you know I have to get yeah, over. Like, yeah. you know... So I keep so going. So frustrating. Like, I keep going, and he ends up, like, swerving to the right, and then comes back hard at me. Like, swerves his entire car at me to the left, to the point where I have to, like... Damn near cross over the median to like the other side of the highway. Okay. Like so at this point, are you talking to yourself in the car like, "What the hell?" Like, yeah. Does, like, what does Bomb Pop know yeah. what's going on, or is Bomb Pop a little nervous? Like something's happening. He's getting a little nervous. Okay. Yeah. And so he swerves at me hard. Like I had to really steer to miss him. And like I'm pissed now. And he's right. still flashing his lights. But you got a kid in the car, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to be cool about it. And so I get on the left lane and try and just speed up past them. You know, right. forget about it. At this point, he's next to me. We're driving fifty. I'm just trying to speed past them and just whatever. He gets behind me and starts flashing his brights. Like, now he's following like on him. my ass, flashing his lights, honking his horn. And I'm trying to ignore him. And he just keeps going at it. Horn and, now, and lights and And now Bomb Pop's looking thing. out the window like, what is going on? Why is this guy like, this guy's going to run us over? What's happening? And he's starting to like cry a little bit like he's scared. Right. Because this guy is being really aggressive. So we get up to a next stoplight and the guy's still behind me, still blaring the horn, flashing his lights. And uh, I told Bomb Pop, like, okay, hey, um... I'm going to get out of the car for a second, and you're going to hear Dad say some bad words. You're going to hear Dad <laughs> yell. I was like, everything's fine. You're safe. We're okay. And so we get to the stoplight, and I look back, and I see his door start to open. And so I open my door, and I'm out. Like, we're out on the highway now, and I walk to the back of, like, back to his car and just start laying into him, screaming at him. Mm-hmm. And he's screaming back at me. And he's probably, like, mid to late 60s, older okay. guy. He's got a wife in his car who's also mid to late 60s. Is he wearing a tuxedo? What's she saying? She just has her head in her hands. Like, she's okay. not doing anything. This guy has his cell phone out, and he was, like, taking pictures of my license plate, right? 
And I just start screaming at him, like top of my lungs. And now the other cars, I see people pulling out their cell phones. Like I'm aware, like we're being you're filmed being now. filmed. And I'm just screaming at him, like I have a five year old in the car. My son's in the car. You damn near killed us. So like I'm just laying into this guy. Um, is he responding? I mean, we're like, what is he saying? What is he accusing you? Why is he mad at you? He's just saying like you effing bastard. Like you will cut me off. Like just, just. I don't know. Like I was so busy yelling that I wasn't. Right. Really sure, yeah. But I know I heard him say, "You effing bastard." Right. And he said, "You cut me off." Which now let me ask you this: You're in your fifties. He's in his sixties. Fifties. <laughs> shut up. Are you? When you see him, are you like, "I can take this guy"? Didn't think about it. I mean, when you, I walked up, no. There, but yes. well, sometimes you think about it. when you get out of the car. You're like, you "Oh, I should to. get back in the car." You have to I think about it. Or you go just like, "I got to make this guy think." Yes. Yeah, so there's times where car. I've gotten out of the car and like a muscle bound guy, and you get back in the car. No, I do the opposite because then he's just going to come. So I'll be like, I'll just go over the top. Well, there's that. Like, man, I don't care I how much. You don't. Yeah. How much you work out? I swear to God, all those muscles will look good piled in a corner. Right. After yeah. I beat your ass, you right, and then they're kind of like. Again, pretend uh, yeah. like when I stepped Why out, is this guy so I stepped out, I'm nervous about that, but I'm so worked up and angry because and let's be my honest, kids in the car. But you when, don't I, have when to I saw them, I realized I got him. You know, you, know, okay, right. you know, all right, I can yeah. take him. And for you, sure. you're six three, and that's why then I go into him hard. Right, because like, you I'm know, you're like when you get out of the car, you're like, I can, yeah, maybe, right, or I got no shot, right, and that's when you make the decision. And if he was huge, it might have been like a what the hell was that, you know, right, exactly, completely different. So I walked up on his car, laying into him. Yeah, because right. once you get out and off. see the shape, and because at six three, your age, what are you two twenty five, something like that, two thirty? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you're tall, drink of water, mm-hmm. and you're in good shape, mm-hmm. you know. So I would assume that for you, when you have to size someone up, the majority of the time you think I can, I can probably right. right. Whereas for me, it's like this person better right. be disabled. If it was, if it was just me in the car, I would have flipped him off, you know, something like just tried to slow yeah. down, but. He with bomb pop in the car and like he really almost ran us. Well, off that's the, the question road. I wanted to ask. Like, you I was furious. Everyone's been in, had that feeling. Whether you participated in road rage or not, you've gotten that anger. Someone's messed with you, and you start to get scared. You start to get angry. All those feelings. Maybe you've thought about pulling over. Maybe you did pull over. But I'm, I wanted to ask you guys as dads that testosterone that kicks in that just goes. Right. I'm gonna yep. take care of whatever this. That's right. It. When your child is there, your son, daughter, whatever, or your right. kids, that must be a whole other level of. Now you're thinking about, not only is this car following me, the lights are flashing, this yeah. guy's tailgating yeah. me, yeah. my child is in that's, this right. car. That's the only thing you think so about. So even if right. I would normally just flip you off yeah. and try and get your license plate. or you know, You're making that decision, too, because you're trying to be somewhat rational. So right. you're like, do I stop this car because I have my kid in the car? Mm-hmm. Like, what if this goes south exactly. and the kid's in the car? Right. Because to me, I'm like, what if I get arrested? Right. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Now they leave the kid. Or and do I hide And you're not, I mean, Afterwards, no offense, me and you, both of us aren't married. Yeah. So now the cops call and they're like, oh, you got to go to your mom's. Like, I don't need to hear that. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a no. right. that's a two-year argument. I don't need to be, you stopped the car with your boys in there, got in a fight and got arrested. Like, yeah. ah. I thought about it So I'm hearing that I shouldn't have done in that. my head. Yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying... Those are all things that go through your head. No, I know. Like, but the other part of it is like, I do got my kids in the car, and this should be over. Right. We've gone past. Then now you're still, still following me. Yes. Now you're putting my kid in danger. What are you doing? I, maybe, I'm not going to let you just rear in me with my kid yeah. in the car, so maybe I'll yeah. pull over and stop this now. Right. What is right. your like, goal? There's no, real, and the thing there's is no like, real good answer. Looking back, well, like, like, I'm scared of you of your kid's mother. Right. As compared to this dude in the truck, right. so which right. one do you differently? Choose? But the thing, like during it, when it's happening, 
Bomb Pop's crying and is asking, like, what is happening? Like, you know, what's going right. on? This when guy's he's tailgating you? Over. And yeah. he gets, he's getting really scared. And as right. he gets more scared, I get more mad. Of course. Of course. And it's just blind rage because right. Because you probably, would, if, if Bomb Pop hadn't been there and the same scenario happens, you probably wouldn't no, have gotten no, out of the car. You right? wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't I have. probably have a better chance of getting out of the car by myself. I get that. I think I could see that, too. I, mean, I, will I wouldn't that. have. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I got a better chance of life. Yeah. I got a better chance of stopping the car, getting out, and being by myself. Right, right. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it by myself. I would have just sped away, flipped him off. I don't know something. But this is something that but you've never I, prepared but, for. You not right, like you no. think about this. Like, but what thing, do I like, do? The thing like, I can't like iterate it enough. The fact that Bomb Pop is crying and it keeps looking oh, yeah. up and is like freaking out—that is just enraging. You have done this to right. my child. You right. are right. making my you child cry, this. and you're an adult old enough to drive. Right. At least. I will say there have been times where there are people who have been beeping the horn like that at me, and my kids are in the car, and I know it's me. Like I've cut them off or mm-hmm. something. They're like ah. And I'm like, hey, well, who's that guy beeping at? They're like, right. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's pissed. Right. I just get off. And play. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. Like, he's not yelling at us. So I don't know. You of know, course. so it's, but obviously you couldn't do yeah. it this time. But I have done that where You're at if fault. my kids weren't in the car, I would get mad. Yeah, but they are in the car, so I'm like, Oh, he must be honking at that guy. Right. Let's yeah. get off here. Well, that's why I, I told like, him when we got to the stoplight, like I see the stoplight's red, where he's gonna be behind me. That's why I told him, hey. I'm going to get out of the car, and I'm going to say some bad words. You're going to hear me yelling. I'm going to seem angry, but everything's okay. You're not in trouble. Everything's good. I'm going to go talk to this guy behind us. <laughs> I tried to explain, like, yeah. that, you know, this, to tell him what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. What I realized, you know, later, it was stupid because in this country, like, that guy could have easily had a gun. Right. Right. Could have easily shot me in the chest in front of my kid. Right. Yeah, I like, know. That's but I don't really about think it. about that. But I know. Ahead. I get what you're saying. Right. I get both sides. Like, can you live your life in that level of fear all the right. time? But also, you have to be extra cautious because. You do have a kid. And what a kid, what I know. felt bad about more was when I got back in the car. That's what I Bob was kind of more scared now. All right, but wait, because hold on a second. So, yeah, you get out. You guys are mfing each other. Yeah. How does it end? I walk back to the car and get in. Is he still screaming and filming you as you walk back to the car? Uh, he's yelling. Yeah, but I just get in the car. And his wife, you're saying she's got this look like, why are we doing this? Kind of like covering her face with her hands. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Right. So I get back in the car and yeah, I'm upset. Bomb Pop's kind of more scared. He thinks I just went and angered this guy. Right. And that this guy was already following us. Now he's actually going to hit us. Oh, right. He's now, you've, now you've antagonized right. him. Right. So Bomb Pop's like, why'd you do that? You know, like, why'd you yell at him? Yeah. Right. And um, so, so we keep driving this down. There's a lesson about standing up for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's that's, valid. That's what talking about. Right. So we. I don't know what the right thing to do is, but I do see a valid lesson that could right. be learned here, no, which is we, sometimes we you got to stand and up for It actually worked out. I think well, but we we drove off. He keeps following me and flashing his lights, but eventually he's still following and flashing yes, his lights. Yes, not as Jesus. bad. Not he's as still bad. doing it after yeah. you stopped. Yeah, not as bad though. Like he's way back now, but he's like still like flashing his lights a little bit. But he's not riding my ass. He's not. He's not being as aggressive. What is up sure. with this guy? So I get off the highway and he keeps going. Right, and mm-hmm. I put him off or whatever. And so that's like you know when I have I calm down and I tell Bomb Pop like hey. When me and mom say we'll do anything to protect you, like we mean that, and that was me protecting you. That guy was driving aggressively. He was almost running us off the road. He was being really mean, yeah. and it made me scared for our safety and for your safety, and I had to make sure I'm protecting you. So me going back there and yelling at him was me protecting you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he kind of understood that. You know? okay. And yeah. so like, we got back to the house, and he's saying, like, he's just being like the sweetest kid ever now. And it's like, I want to be a good dad like you someday. Like, you oh, protect nice. me. Oh, nice. Like, awesome. it was great, but... In the moment, like I felt bad that he had to hear all that and see all that, but I let him know, like this was me protecting you. This is how we protect you. Yeah, and and it's not always pretty. It's not always great how we protect you, but like, we will do yeah. anything. I don't yeah. think it, my dad did that in front of me when I was a kid. Of course, that's what I'm thinking. Everyone's dad probably, if you had a dad around, at some point got mad in the car and flipped someone off, got out of the car, yelled at someone, said something mean, yeah. derogatory, whatever. But did you call his mom as soon as you got home, or like you yeah, know, immediately? Okay, and he yeah, talks yeah. to his mom, and you explain everything to her. So and- I, I had to send. She was out like at a bachelor party, so I didn't. 
don't want to freak her out too much. Is she getting um, married? What? Is she getting no, married? No, it's a oh, friend. Okay. Okay. So I, I sent a, a voice memo explaining what happened. And I just sent a text saying, hey, everything's good. We're safe, but uh, some stuff happened. But here's, you know, when you have time, listen to the voice memo. Okay. And so, yeah. And then I saw she went to Lewisburg Cider Mill with us the next day. So we talked oh, okay. about it there. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, and, and what was, was her response? Yeah. No, yeah. She got it. You know, okay. like, maybe like a little like, uh, you know, wish we could have handled that better. But right. she was very like, no, I get it. Like if, if, our, if right. our kid's in danger, like we're going to do stuff like that. Right. So. Right. And also, Denmark, you know, hey, hormones, we're not married. Yeah. You weren't with me. Mm-hmm. We're not going to handle things the same way. Mm-hmm. Right. There's plenty of times where that comes up in my life where I'm like, well, that is not what I would have done. Sure. No, she wasn't. But you know what? You, she, you know, right. they're with you. Yes. So. Yes. It is. And, and I, I don't know how to explain. And women can criticize it and talk about how toxic it is and, and whatever. But just like you can't explain to me that, you know, your hormones are suddenly making you cry, but you're not sad about anything. Right. I'm like, well, you we have to be sad about something. No, I'm not. It's hormones. It's very hard to explain what testosterone does in those moments, which is full on. It, it makes you believe that you are the biggest person in the world in that moment, especially right. for whatever reason behind the wheel of your car. You've got your kid in the car now. So now you're thinking this is the ultimate test. I, you know, I got to protect my child. I got, I'm going to kill this guy. Because uh, I didn't tell you guys, but like two weeks ago, I got in a little road rage. Dude, yeah, I, well, did I did too. It's really weird because I don't do road rage. I tell Brooke not to because of the gun thing. Right. She does it. And I'm like, don't do it. But it happened to me a week and a half ago, and I didn't and tell I, you and guys. I really and then don't, he though. Told me I really, like, the most I'll ever do is flip someone off. Like I've never gotten out of a car, yeah. never threatened to like fall well, someone. Was, but when my kid's in the car, like I, right. I, I lost. I was driving by myself. Me to too. Work. And this bit. Do they have? I don't. What is it? An F three fifty? Is that a truck? Two, the two fifty, three fifty. The it's super duty. Three fifty, the big okay. one, the super mm-hmm. duty thing, right? Two fifty is a super duty too. But yeah, the big. Okay, one. well, it was a three fifty diesel. Yeah, I know it was a three. Well, I don't know. Two fifty. There's a big truck. Yeah. And um, I don't know anything about cars, but I'm smoking, and this guy pulls up next to me and rolls down his window. You're driving down like Metcalf or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You know, Antioch something. And he rolls down his window, and so I, I don't know what, you know, I haven't done, you know I drive like an old lady, so yeah. I'm like, you know, in my head, I'm like, damn, did I? Slow and low. Did I uh, pull a gas pump out again? <laughs> like right. in my head, I'm like, right. oh, no. Right. I know I could, there's no way I could have made him mad. I stay in the same lane. But he's next to you? Next to me, he rolls down his window. I got a cigarette in my mouth, and he goes, hey. And I go, yeah. And he goes, you know when you flip a cigarette out the window, it's littering. Oh. And I look over at him, he goes, don't you have an ashtray in that thing? And I go, no. No. You're the person who yells no. about cigarette butts? Yeah. So and you're super-duty diesel? Right. Well, that's what he said. So then I turned, I looked at him, and I go, you know your truck gets like 14 miles to the gallon, you dick? Yeah. And he goes, oh, nice way to deflect. And I just took my cigarette and flicked it into his car. Ooh. <laughs> when was? Wow, and nice. I just kept driving. And did he, was, did he follow you, or he, he just drove yeah, off? Yeah, he started to, and I was like, and I just rolled on my window. I go, you keep following me, man. We'll just pull over. Yeah. That's so Like, don't so follow weird. me anymore. Yeah. If you follow me anymore, we're just going to pull over. Yeah. And then he just drove away. How old is this guy? What's he look like? Uh, it was hard to tell. He's in a big truck. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. 40s, okay. 50s, maybe. Okay. okay. Yeah. Silicone's age. Yeah. All yeah. right. You know, something, something, something like that. Yeah. That I couldn't is- tell you. He wasn't like a little guy. He was you know, a decent-sized guy. Yeah. But I was like, well, yeah. I don't... How many times do you think you've got... I don't have time to think about this right now. In your life. You're making me angry. And I don't usually get mad, but I'm about to take... Ten years of really pent up aggression. Of course, right. that's what this I'm is all about. Ass over nothing. That's what like, rage is. What, what are you doing, man? It's like really, like everybody's got issues. Yeah. Like, you know, 
Even for, if I am in the wrong, like just shut up. And for him it. to be the cigarette butt police, right? It was like it was a Prius or something. I've been like, right. Right. you got a good point, right? Of course, you're like, you know I'm mean? sorry, like, oh. she's a librarian, whatever. You're like, oh, sorry about <laughs> but that. But I want to know, there's got to be traffic lights or cameras at that stoplight. I was yeah, at. Like, some of them only be... some of them only turn on when someone runs a light. They'll flash. Okay, some I of them are on all the time. Footage of me getting out of the car. Yeah, and someone has someone was filming you on their cell phone. Yeah, I saw people pull their phones. So if you saw. So yeah, come get out of his car it. and start filming mm-hmm. and yelling at a guy. In my mind, he was wearing a tuxedo. I don't know. I, why. Hey, I did. People are saying that. Watch Old Dads on Netflix. Have you guys seen it yet? No. Oh, oh. so that's the other thing. We get back to the house, it's right? Good. We get back okay. to the house and we put on Netflix. And I'm, I see that pop up in the trailer, right? And I just had this conversation about, you know, protecting Bomb Pop and doing whatever I had to do. And in the trailer... Bill Burr says, like, you know, he's my kid. I'll do anything for him. Right, yeah, and yeah. And Bob Pop looked at me and was like, that's like what you just did. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We are getting ready to talk about what's going on in the world. The news, you know, the thing that we do, we discuss, and then people on Reddit go on there and call us idiots and say we're assholes sure. or whatever. Uh, that sort of thing. And look, I mean, the biggest story in the world is what's going on in, in Israel and Palestine. Sure. So you have to mention it. But it does mean that if we mention it, there's going to be more posts on Reddit and right. more people calling us idiots because, God damn, this is polarizing, right? right. Sure. And I just would like to make it clear. I was thinking back. I was looking at what people were, were saying, people that were criticizing us and what we said last week, and I thought, I think we made it clear, but I just want to make sure that we, that we are clear here. The thing that I said last week that, that bothered, what I'm feeling bothered by right. is this large, what seems large, at least to me, through television and the internet, group of young people in America, in Germany, you know, in Western Europe, this is happening, a lot of young people, basically calling to dismantle Israel, get rid of right. it. All I'm saying is, that seems crazy to me, okay? Is that such a crazy stance to take? And then people automatically say, you're pro-Israel, you're, you're anti-Palestinian, you're okay with them bombing Gaza. Never said, we didn't get into right. that, okay? We said you're allowed to respond, but we never said whether or not it was a good response. I don't know or, what you're talking about. Exactly. I watch football. Exactly. But you got that DNA, and I think you think Israel should probably exist. Right? Yes, so I don't, do. Don't, don't need to wipe it off the map. Yes, I do. And I'm just a little concerned by the number of people. You're on Reddit, Snowcone. Mm-hmm. What has it become? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... It is all anti-Israel. Yeah, right. and uh, you know, now, I mean, now I've heard people say in, in the news, they've said, well, this is being sparked like on TikTok and social media by Russians. Like, What? How would you, you know, I don't know. These young people, it seems mm-hmm. like they're upset about Israel's response to this. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you did it. Social media is a weird thing. But anyway, that's not the only thing going on in the world. We have to talk okay. about some other stuff, including another one of these incidents where a judge gets shot because, you know, someone that he had, uh, what do you say, proceeded over, got mad. And this has happened like a couple of times before. And we've said this. We're surprised it doesn't happen more. And it's weird that judges aren't basically in like a witness protection program oh, yeah, at all times okay, where yeah. they use fake names and you don't know where they live because this seems, especially with how crazy people are and how many guns are, but we'll talk about that and more coming up. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo! All right, let's doom scroll, baby. We're doom scrolling. So you know the biggest story is what's going on in Israel and Palestine. And over sure. the weekend, they kept saying they're preparing for this ground invasion. They've amassed all these troops along the border. They've got tanks and everything. They're ready to go. And I thought they made it sound like on Friday or Saturday that it might be happening any minute. I guess the United States has been begging them, "Hey, hey, hold off. 
don't do the ground invasion just yet. They're worried about what's going to happen here because, at least on the news, people are saying, if this plays out like that and there's a ground invasion and the United States helps, Iran will get involved. And now suddenly right, you sure. have, you know, a really, really, really big problem. And so the United <clears throat> States is trying to ask Israel to please just, for now, hold back. Thousands of Israeli troops and tanks are in position for an assault into Gaza. But this morning, multiple Israeli media reports say the offensive may be delayed to give more time for negotiations to free what Israel now says are 222 hostages held by Hamas. Another reason for a possible delay? The United States is hardening its defenses in the region because if or when Israel invades, a regional war could quickly spread. Okay. Let me ask you something. Uh, you know, we've, you've been in a war. Yeah. We've been alive long enough to see a few of them. And obviously we are aware of the big ones that happen before sure. time. With this, you've got this incident. The, Hamas comes in. They grab people. They kill people. What are, what's the number? Well, they, we're saying 1,400. Do they say more than that now, Snowcone? Do they say, did I hear someone say 3,000 people? They were mm-hmm. saying like 1,400 yeah. for a while, right? Now they're saying like they killed. Like over 3,000. Three, yeah. Okay, so they killed 3,000 people, right? How many people died in 9-11? 4,000? Around 3,000. Like yeah. Okay, so it's about like that, right? Only I also heard people point out that Israel has a much smaller population. Well, so it's course. a bigger percentage of, of their population. So that happens. Now, seemed like a lot of people at least said, of course you can respond. This was right. horrible. You, got, you, you know, It's totally understandable. We would respond if that happened of to course. us. But the big debate now, one of them, there's many, is, is it an equal response? Is it a measured response? If you go in and start bombing Gaza into oblivion, then suddenly are you the bad guy? And it's interesting because I don't remember a time like watching movies about World War II or you know, documentaries, I mean, or Vietnam or, or whatever, where they talked about you, know, you have to kind of do it tit for tat. You kill this many people, so we'll kill this many people. You know, it seems right. like that's one of the big complaints now is that people are saying Israel l- was losing some of its goodwill by just going in there and airstriking Gaza over and over because that's not a measured response. What do you right. guys think about that? Like, I understand that argument, and uh, I'm not trying to take sides here. I, right. I, I mean, I've sort of already said what my side is, but I don't know. I, 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 I mean, do understand I what think- they're saying. I think if you don't go to win, mm-hmm. then you're doing a disservice. Right. And, now, and I understand people say, well, you, you know, yeah, but if you don't, then you end up in a Vietnam right. situation, right? You end up in an Afghanistan situation right. where you're there for 20 years, right? Right. And you know, people keep dying. Right. And I know, like, war is horrible, man. No it worse. is. And I've seen bodies pulled out of the water and... I, I mean, no, anybody who's been in one doesn't think we should do it. I really don't. Like, I'm that guy. I'm like, I don't. I am it shouldn't be one an of the few veterans who's been in a war who's like, man, I, let's not do that. Yeah. Unless we have to. Yeah. But I also kind of believe, like, if you're going to do it, then do it. Okay. Like, but, do it and do it quick and make it, I mean. Shock and awe sort of thing? Overpowering. Overpowering. Have a, this is what, the problem I think I have with this, too, is like, what do you want? Well, right. So they say they want to root Hamas out, right? Right. But is that that's so, not a goal? That's not an end goal because you're never going to be able to do that, right? But that's what they're stating, right? And so so I, for me, for Israel, is that I need a goal, a legit goal, not like I want to root Hamas out. Well, root them out to where, mm-hmm. and then do what with them, and then let them go where? How far do you chase? What do you want to happen? They say they want to kill them, right? right? All of them, but and then that's people, impossible, right? And other people say, well, you're just going to recruit more of them, of course. By doing so that. it's an impossible. That's like we want to end the war on terror. That right. war on terror. It, terrorism's an idea. Yeah. It's not a group of people. So there's a difference. Like, hey, we are 
the United States and we're going to go to war with France. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you want from France? We want complete and utter surrender. Right. That's a goal. Right. This is different exactly. when you deal with exactly. these things. This it's is like, totally well, different. What is your goal? What is your goal? Well, we want to end Hamas. Well, that's not a thing. Right. Although there's people who are in Hamas, Hamas is an idea. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's a, we are part of a group, and uh, we're not a country. You, you can't go to Appomattox Courthouse and sign a surrender and be done with it. That's right. not a thing. It doesn't work like that. Right. And so we've had that problem, and I think countries in general who have gone to war with terrorist groups yeah. have this thing where you state a goal or a mission and there's no goal or mission that you can end with. So to me, for Israel, I would say state that goal. What do you want? You, wanna, you, you want Gaza? Right. Do you want, what do you want? Do you want more? What, state what it is you're going to do and then do it. Okay, so let's, but let's just go with what they have stated, which is that they're trying to kill Hamas and you right. know, uh, uh, basically weaken it and right. at the very least. The problem is all the videos of these airstrikes, you know, there was the, the thing about the hospital last week, and then they said later that that, that wasn't Israel, most likely was not Israel, it was a failed uh, rocket. But when you see people, when you see families, when you see babies, and mm-hmm. these places are being bombed, you're being told, hey, but there are, you know, these bad guys, the, you know, these military members, mm-hmm. Hamas members, have set up camp in these places on purpose. You know, that's how evil they are. Sure. They're hiding in these apartments. That's what they tell sure. us. But with it being 2023 and war is televised, basically every minute of it, people literally have, you know, GoPros on their guns now, some of these guys, and you see it on Reddit when you get home at night. It's totally different. I feel like the reason Israel, or one of the biggest things people have been talking about with this conflict since it's gotten to where we are, is that people think that Israel overdid it with their response. My thing is, if they'd gone in and done that and shown, look at all these Hamas members we killed or captured, would people think differently about their response? Like, hey... We know where these guys are. Yes, there will be some casualties of war, but we have evidence here sure. that we are capturing these Hamas people and killing them. Sure. Would that change people? Because it seems like public opinion thinks Israel got attacked. It was a horrible thing. And then Israel just started bombing Gaza and civilians right. are dying. And how does that accomplish, like you said, a goal? And, what and is I think that's it. The goal, but I hear everything that you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And I don't think a military response. I mean, you know... Uh, well, what would I, the people would argue see, about it, but, I mean, was the military response by Truman too much? Right. That's Was the thing. it? Because we don't, you know, That's always gonna we be don't learn about it right. as it being just ridiculous or right. war crimes or anything else. Right. So, uh, you know, the answer to that is probably no. Uh, historically, whether you agree with that or not, historically that hasn't been put on uh, like Truman was a mass murderer. Right. And a war criminal. That, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't charge him with that, and neither did anybody else. So, right. you know, the idea then would be, so no, I don't think, you know, if you're going to, you know, if, if war happens, then war happens. And, but I, I think you would have more, you would have less of an opinion of Israel overdoing it if Israel could set a clear goal that is so obtainable, you think that's the issue is that we I do. It's got to be obtainable. Yeah, and so because okay. I think you know, you go in, you do this. You know, there's bombings, and yes, there's casualties, and that happens. There's innocent casualties of war on both sides every time. War it's is the worst horrible. thing in the world. War is horrible. The worst thing in the world. That always happens. But if you said this is our mission, this is what we want to happen, and th- we will not stop until one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Right. Think about the difference between George Bush Jr. and George Bush Sr. 
Right. George Bush Sr., who people mostly like, said, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to go to war, and you're going to get all your troops out of Kuwait, mm-hmm. right? You're going to surrender to us. Yeah. You tested us, and, and we're, we're, right. we're not And now here's that. the things that are going to happen. The war lasts 100 hours. Yep. With George Bush, it was much more, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go after Al-Qaeda. Right. We're going to take Saddam down. We're going to stop down. terrorism. Right. We're going like, to take what? down the Taliban. Like it's, it's too big. It's right. too wieldy. You can't do it. And some of it may have accomplished at least temporarily some good things. I think they did weaken sure, Al-Qaeda. But there, wasn't, but there wasn't an end goal. And if there's not an end goal, there's no way to end it. I think Israel just has to say, this is our end goal. Right. And it may be an unpopular end goal. But at least it's an end goal. I feel like now I, I, I would warn them if I were, you know, the president or yeah. whatever. Like, and, and I think Biden did to some degree in his speech. Like, don't make the mistakes we did. Well, and he it, said that verbatim. Don't yeah. make the mistakes we did. And the mistakes we made is you didn't keep bombing this place. Public opinion is going to turn against you. Right. And you don't have any way. You don't, right. There is no and win. That, that's why I bring it up. Right. So because, go in. Make that. Because Biden make, has been full support Israel, sure. right? Like there will be nothing but support. I basically won't criticize Israel. I mean, that's, that's who he is. And he has been. Right. So, but, I, but even he's bringing it up. I'm like, this is the thing that I'm seeing. Yeah, you don't want. Is, but he's like, is it, that's it. Is that it's and, a, and you can't just, and people say on Twitch, it's more of a joke. But you can't, as George Bush Jr. said, just stand in front of a banner that says mission accomplished when it's not. Right. You can't do it. It literally has to be a mission, and you have to finish it. And, you know, at that point, if you say this is the mission, here's we here, whether you agree with it or not, I'm not saying you have to. But if you're Israel and you say, here's the mission, and we're going to finish the mission, this is it, and just lay it out, and this is what happens, and we're going to get there. You may not like how we get there. We're telling you right now this is what's going to happen. Yeah. If you do that, then I think, you know, like, you know, Truman, we want utter and complete surrender, period. Yeah. yeah. And when this is done, you will not have your own army. Right. We will control will your army. Hamas, right? right. We will control your own army. We will control everything. You know, I'm not saying that that's Israel's end goal here, but they have to have that. Something. They and they have, have to be able to stand out and say, this is what we're going to do. Right. But if you look at it, you, you can't help but think, <laughs> at least I can't, that the United States and Afghanistan, I mean, Russia and Afghanistan before the United States, but the United States and Afghanistan, what's the goal? Take down the Taliban, liberate these people, liberate these women, right. right? And they did it while they were there. And as soon as they left, as soon as they said, but we, we can't keep that. doing this forever, right, it's not going to work. We were there right. for 20 years. That's why Senior didn't do it. it. Senior boom, said, this is what we're going to do. Exactly. You're going to surrender. So, you're going to move your troops out of Kuwait, right? You're going to quit with the oil prices and all this yeah. stuff, right? You're done. Yeah. You're done, and it'll get there. And we'll do it. And that's why, you know, they're able to build forces, complete that mission, and then move on. And yeah. we know that senior was like, we can't stay in there because it's a wasp nest. Yeah, yeah. Well, Israel has to do the same thing. They just can't keep... They can't break you it. You can't keep bombing and bombing and bombing. And every and day yeah. we keep seeing children. Or yeah. bo- like, you can't do that. Right. You got to be like, hey, we're going in full strength. We're going to take over this, take over that, take over this. We want complete and utter surrender of Hamas. And it's Hamas in and of itself is going to be, you know, some sort of banned group. And if we mm-hmm. find out that you are through police work, mm-hmm. <coughs> we will arrest Catch you on the you. spot. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, yeah. there will be no new Hamas. Right. Right. And that's it. Like, we're going to take everybody we know now. If we find out you're a member of Hamas, we're taking you and, and have that. And like I said, that doesn't mean that you have to agree with that policy, but they need that to be Clear, right, or even the, I don't right. even think you're saying that that should be their policy. No, I'm just, you're saying, just saying. If you're, but if you're going to have, do it, have a it. policy, you got to have it. Have you got to have it out there, and you got to be able for the world to read it and yeah. say, "Well, I hate you, and I disagree with you," or yeah. that sounds right. But what you can't do is just kind of like 
we're just going to kick your ass. Like, okay. Yes. Why? And right. whose? Right. And for how long? But okay. And then, how does it end? So I think that's the big thing. And, and we can take a break and, and be done with this. But there's you know, one last thing I'd like to add to this that you have to be very careful how you say because it could sound like I'm being flippant, and I am not. War it looks like the absolute worst, scariest thing sure. for the people that are doing it, for the people that are on the receiving <clears throat> end of it. It looks like hell, uh, hell on earth. Sure. And I wish I lived in a world where that didn't happen because that does not look like it should be happening with civilized people, okay? Mm-hmm. That being said, there are wars, and wars have consequences. Of course. And that's the interesting thing now is that it feels like people are kind of deciding maybe wars don't have consequences. Oh, well, you... You had this war in the past, and you won that war, but you know what I mean? Right. And whatever Israel decides, this is our goal, whether they win it, whether they get it or they don't. I mean, you know, if Iran gets involved, whatever happens, I'm with you. It would be better if they had a clearer goal. But if right. they do end up going to a full-scale war, which we'll keep our fingers crossed that this doesn't happen, but if it does, there will be consequences for that because that's, that's where it's scary. Well, I told you before, like, you know, during Ramadan, I went out and got in a cab, and was like, man, there's got to be a place to drink around here. And the guy's like, hey, you can't drink. There's no drinking. There's no drinking. I'll make the story short. But, you know, it's Ramadan. I'm like, come on, man. Not everybody's religious. Right. There's somebody drinking a Miller Lite in this country somewhere. Yeah. It takes me to a hotel. Go to the 14th floor. Knock three times. That's I go to the 14th floor. Knock three times. Open it up. And there's Arabic people in there. Yeah. Yeah, Kuwaitis, I guess, I don't know, yeah. right? Um, drinking beer, hanging out. Drink, just cases of Miller Lite in there. Yeah. And they're like, what? And I'm like, hey, cab driver dropped me off. I just want to have a couple beers. Can't get a beer. Come on in. Were you the only American? Only one. Okay. So I'm drinking beer in this room with, you know, six, seven, eight dudes. Yeah. Just drinking, they're trying to speak English to me, but, you know, well, yeah. having some sort of a conversation. I remember I knocked over some beer cans like, shut. Right. Shh. Right. Like, yo, like, basically, like, you just go home, man. We get a lot of trouble if we yeah. pick. And I'm like, okay, I get it, sorry. Yeah. So I pounded some beers, and I left. And then I remember the next day, we went out and let a fleet of ships out in the ocean, and they were shooting missiles into that same area. Ugh. I was like, that could have just been those dudes. Those dudes right. didn't care. Right. Those dudes didn't care about no, they the United fighting States the cause. and, yeah. uh, you know, Iraqi, Iranian. You know, yep. international policy. Right. I mean, my, they didn't care. They weren't even religious. Sounds like they weren't fundamental. Right, uh, yeah. That's the drinking beer during Ramadan. So, I mean, that has to be taken into context for sure. Yeah. But, you know, it, you know hey, I, I do believe that it, you, can't, you can't attack a concert, grab people out of their homes no. of a sovereign nation and not right. think that there's going to be something. Right, of course. And if it's just equal, then does it stop? Well, I, I think it's got to be over, you know, it's got to be overpowering. But could you be overpowering in other ways? You Maybe. Know, sort of I don't know. I'm and not you know, a general. You know, and then the other thing is, then we'll take a break, Snow Cone, but it, watching on the news, we always talk about what a Puritan country America is. You know, Snow Cone, when I just read that book about all the mm-hmm. immigrants who founded this country were all very spiritual. I mean, you're pilgrims yeah. who are trying to have freedom of religion right. and they, they believe in angels and all these things. Because when you look at those those surveys, Americans, like half of Americans believe in, sur- in angels and, and heaven and whatever. And you think, man, we're a religious country. When you watch the news and you're seeing, because uh, it's not like this is the first time you've seen Israel or, or Palestine in the news, but now that it's on the news every day, it's a reminder of like, look at how religious. Oh, yeah. And how religion drives these things in 2023. And look, I am not trying to criticize religion in any way. It's just interesting to me that with the internet and everything else, we're a very connected world now, right? Right. And I'm, it's kind of surprising that that, that level of 
you know, fundamentalism or fundamentalist, right. whatever, is still so prevalent. Because if that when that happens here, we go like, oh, it's the you know, it's the Arizona fundamentalist Mormons or whatever, and this right. is you know, it's a group, and they write a book about it, right? And we have evangelical churches, and people sure. you know talk about they can get a little kooky at times for sure, but it's different. It doesn't right. seem to you know what I mean when you see this stuff on the news, like this is their priority, of course, for both. You of know, course, this is, they are absolutely. And that's why I think Israel is what people. we're going to do. Yeah, and that's what, what we're going to do. Is. We're going to take over all of Gaza and this land right. and this land of the north and this land of the south, and we're going to militarize our borders. And this is going to be Israel. And uh, you know, you can like it or not like it, but this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to respond to just what happened. I'm sure people would be pissed. Yeah, but. They have to do that. Yeah. Because then, like, you know, I think people are also worried about just what of the what ifs. Yeah, of course. Like, how far are you going to go? Right. Well, if you just tell them this is how far we're going to go. Yeah. And by the way, this will be the end result. Mm-hmm. You can make this the end result without any fighting. Yeah. Or we can fight to get to this end result. Yeah. Whatever it is, this is going to be the end result. Yeah. And Hamas or whoever, Iran, could be like, that is not going to be the end result. Right. The end result is going to be there will be no Israel. Right. We will march from the river to the sea. Right. And, well, now it's on. Who wins? Like, right. But you've got to have those. Yes. I feel like you've got to have those battle plans. But we can't, you and I can't re- really relate to this idea of religion, this piousness motivating you. That this is manifest destiny. This is what, you know, right. God is telling you that this is the thing to do. God is on your side. To be so religious that you could fly a plane into a building because you believe that as soon as I do it, I'm going to be in a better place. Right. You know, that is faith. And it, and it is... Well, we've also had, you know, that's not... Well, whatever. We don't have to talk I'm about that. Saying... But that's not so insane. I know people have talked about that. Maybe I'll get in trouble. But the idea of flying a plane into a building to die for your cause happened with kamikazes. They were Japanese. Like, they were... Pre- pe- right. Right. But that was but that but was that wasn't a pride like, thing. You never right, surrendered. Exactly. So... Right. But we're that, told, at least, that this belief is, I'm going to go to heaven and get Those guys got in planes with enough gas. They knew the gas. They didn't have enough gas yeah. to come back. So, yeah. you know, was it was it an, an utter faith in God? No, it was an utter faith in country? Sure. Yes, like, it was country. You know, so now at this point, like, you know... It, Which is similar. You're still putting your faith in something bigger than you. But this idea that, like... What you do, what you do you, think is you're doing it for a greater good. But when you believe that this part, it doesn't matter because this is, you know, or at least isn't the best part. We haven't gotten to the good part right. yet. I can't relate to that, right? So you're no. saying the way that you interact with other people and the way that you make decisions is based on this idea that you think this is just... You know, the waiting room. Right. And I guess I'm not arguing with you, but I am saying that, yes, we put religion in that, and that's why they're doing it. But we also have this unbelievable faith in our country when we probably shouldn't. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, kamikaze planes yeah. and D-Day. Like, yo, yeah. we're going to storm the beach, and 75% of you, of you ain't going to make it. Right. And they're like, let's go, boys. Yeah, fly, well, that, fly Right? I mean, that's it. I get it. Yeah. We, do the, we do the same. We just, you know, it's just not in God's right. name, usually. It's in democracy's name or you i get know, it but my, i'm just saying those things are different because indeed unless that, you are very religious maybe they are but their conviction of course but one, but one of them says that even if i get killed here that'll be fine because I, I don't die right right i'm gonna go to the better place next and maybe right. if i kill someone else it'll help me get to the better place next that's what i'm saying you and i can't wait to that you and i no. in a war are thinking i, I don't want to die right i got to protect right. myself and so it, it's, it, it's hard, I think, for a lot of people to relate to this when you realize that these are de- a lot of these people are very devout and believe that right. this is what God wants. And when you see that, you go, okay, well, right. you know, and look, we're not trying to get into the history of Israel or any of that. Obviously, no one needs to hear it from Lazo and myself. We know that. But right. it's a huge story, and we were getting criticized right. by people, and people are messaging me about it. And I'm just saying, I understand most 
of your takes. And most of the people who kind of disagree with me, I understand where you're coming right. from. You make valid points, some of you. But, right. you know, it's, uh, it's, it, it's a crazy, it is a crazy thing, and it's, it's a scary thing. And now it's like something out of a movie where you've got all of these tanks at the border, 360,000 or whatever it is, troops at the border, right. and America is saying, wait, we're sending more ships, more warships, more military. I mean, I've never I mean, seen anything like this. You know, and just, you know, my dad used to say, my dad and my uncle who were both veterans of war, and then me too, I remember them saying about the Japanese and getting in their plane. Mm-hmm. Just sound a lot like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I get it, but they would say, like, you know, both of them fought in a war, were happy to do it, and, uh, you know, war has some sort of sense of pride throughout the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And they would say, like, man, with the Japanese, like, you know, you got a plane with only half a tank of gas. I ain't getting in that. Right. You know, I'll go fight and try to win, but I'm not that into it that I just have to die. I'll go try to win this thing. So people who did that, you know, that was was conviction of the highest order. Oh, absolutely. Of the highest order. And whether they thought they were going to go to heaven or not, they certainly thought if they do this, it's a greater good and the world will be a better place. They'll be remembered as an honorable person. Yeah. All right, SoCon, sorry. It's the Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! All right. All right, so uh, I mentioned this earlier, the SAG-AFTRA protest. Uh Uh-huh. No, boycott. What the hell is it called? Strike. Strike, thank you. Mm -hmm. It's been going on for a long time. I think they said this morning in the news, this is the longest strike that they've had, which... Okay. uh, That last strike that they had... uh, 10, 15 years ago. It seemed like it was a long time, but I guess maybe this one's longer. So SAG-AFTRA apparently put out this memo saying, hey, Halloween's coming up. Don't wear costumes I saw that. that support studios. So if right. you dress up like Barbie, you are promoting the movie, right? Sure. If you dress up like Deadpool, whatever. So, you know, remember like 10 years ago when we first started kind of learning about wokeism and they said kids on college campuses train, don't dress up like a pirate because it could offend people with sure. vision problems. We we're like, whoa, we, that was the first time we were kind of learning about this movement. Right. Now it, for something like this to come from, it's not really the same thing. You're talking about not wearing Halloween costumes. This is because they are afraid that it could support the industries that they are trying to strike sure. against. And people had a field day with this celebrities who are, you know, a lot of them uh, support the strike and stand in solidarity with these writers they couldn't help but make fun of it. This her. year, amid the longest strike in its history, SAG-AFTRA is advising its members to choose costumes inspired by generalized characters, saying don't post photos of costumes inspired by struck content. This rule means that members should avoid dressing up as popular characters like Super Mario, Wednesday Adams, and even Barbie, because doing so could be seen as promoting shows and movies for the studios. Hi, Barbie! Pretty yeah. funny. I saw Ryan Reynolds making fun of it. Uh, you just have to wear so, those cheap ones. You know, they always have the knockoff ones you can buy that are that's cheaper. That's true. It's, right? it's not quite Instead a transformer. Of Deadpool, you have to be fed yeah, pool. Exactly. Right. The, yeah, the, the Kmart ones, which right. I know Kmart's gone, but someone's still selling those things. Of course. Things. Yeah. Did you ever have one of those for Halloween as a kid? Like, do you remember wearing one of those cheap costumes mm, ever? No. No? But you always got dressed up like, uh, what did you do, the, the, the hobo? Didn't you say you dressed up like a I hobo? I did that one time. I feel like a lot of kids But I didn't that. do, you know, if I got a costume, we didn't get the knockoff one. You, oh, you I know, wasn't on a lunch school program either, so. I get it, I get it, I get it. Look, man. There's a lot of different times. I, I hey, we're equal now. But, I won you know. awards for my costume, so, you know, my Mark Twain costume, so I just like that. More than one year, actually, I ended up wearing that thing a few years in a row. Got oh, a lot yeah. of use out of that. But I did, when I was really little, uh, they asked me what I wanted to be, and I don't remember this, but my parents said that I was like, I don't know, I don't care. I just want to go get candy. So we went out. My dad took me out to, I think it was Kmart, because we lived behind one. 
And he's like, what do you want? And I picked out this bag that was like a transformer thing. It's the paper suit, you know, sure. that you put on like a paper body suit and then a really cheap plastic mask with a string around the back of it. Sure. And we went to the mall and I trick-or-treated. And uh, I remember thinking back on that, like, man, you know, my parents, they didn't have any idea. Like, man, they were, they were really bored with this by the time they got to me, right? I have three older brothers. Right. A lot of parents with a four-year-old be like, what are we going to dress you up for as Halloween this year? My parents are like, what do you want to be? And I said, I don't know. So he just said, grab something off the wall and we'll go to the mall and trick-or-treat. I know I dressed up. My mom got me a crayon costume one year. Mm, I remember dressed those. up like a purple crayon. But you weren't a crayon. You weren't Crayola, right? You were I was. Rose Bill. No, it was. I think it was Crayola. I don't know how they can do that, but my mom made it. Rose Hill. No crayons. That's what you were. But it was a homemade costume. I think my mom made it from one of those, uh, you know, kits or whatever. Yeah, sure. And what else? Every kid at some point was a hobo. You put a little charcoal yeah, on your chin it. or whatever, and mm-hmm. wear an old sport coat. You carry the bag over your back. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I I feel like, you know, at some point there's a good chance you dress up. As you get a little bit older, it's those last years of going trick-or-treating, you might want to get something scary. Like the evil clown mask or something that you're like, your parents wouldn't have let you got when you were younger. I guess you weren't that into it, though. No, no, not as much as you were. You never got excited about dressing up for Halloween? No, not really. I mean, I did. But, you know, I was excited about Halloween. I didn't. Right. It wasn't excitement. It was more nervousness that I don't want to be the worst-dressed kid in this group that I'm going trick-or-treating no, with. really, never. Uh, okay, yeah. See, I was always worried about that. Like, my friend's got the cool Freddy Krueger mask. It's like high dollars. Yeah, He's got the it. claws and, you had and everything. a paper suit. And I'm wearing a paper suit or yeah. whatever I wore that year. I probably came home. Just well, rolling out with your friends as Mark Twain. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lazo, this happened one year. I came home. I must have been, I was probably nine or ten or something like that, right? Like yeah. fifth, fifth grade-ish. Come home, I didn't have a costume. So I, I go upstairs. Did not tell you when I was going to do this. And I said, I'm going to dress up like night, like nighttime. I covered my face in black makeup. Mm, I'm not, not kidding. Right. And then I took glow-in-the-dark paint that I had that was through my ceiling, and I put little stars, little mm, dots. Okay. So then I wore this black suit, and I had little dots, and I, you know, I had stars going on me. My mom was like, oh, that's a cute idea. But again, looking back on that later, I was like, dude, show me go out in blackface. That's not really blackface. <sighs> it's not great. If your kid wanted to do it now, you, you'd be are, like, you eh, had stars on your face. I did that's have some stars. Face. I did have some stars on my face, but still, it was pushing it. Britney Spears. Everyone's favorite knife dancer has a new book coming out. I remember, yeah, I heard that. Comes out, I think, tonight. Snow Cone, Midnight. I'll pay for it. You've got a Kindle, right? Or at least the app. I'm going to send it to you. You're going to read it and give us all the deets. But they have I already... I a bunch of sex with Colin, Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. We, we knew that, but I don't think she'd ever confirmed it. Oh, yeah, that was one of the women on his bucket list. Colin Farrell was like kind of famous in because that was after Timberlake. But I don't think she'd ever really talked about it. Just one of those things that people are like, you know, he had sex with Britney Spears. And Justin Timberlake. Talked her into getting an abortion. An abortion, yeah. The 275-page memoir, The Woman and Me, to be released in less than 24 hours, already causing a firestorm online as excerpts have become public. The latest revelation about her passionate fling with actor Colin Farrell. Spears writing, she was intimate with the actor shortly after her breakup with Justin Timberlake, writing, as I had before when I'd felt too attached to a man, I tried to convince myself in every way that it was not a big deal, that we were just having fun, that in this case, I was vulnerable because I wasn't over Justin yet. I'm interested. I'm a little disappointed I'm going to have to change the name of my memoir now because she took it, but uh, I'll read it. I'm interested. 275 pages. I can, I can finish Let that. me ask you this. Yeah. Here's something people are going to get mad at me for, and I'm okay with it. Does she know how to spell? No. Oh, okay. After watching her on Instagram and whatever, right? Social yeah. media? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> After the conservatorship, which she talks about in the book. Am I positive I believe everything she says? No. 
No. Right? I'm no. like, huh? No. That's interesting. Right. I don't disbelieve it, but there is a part of me that's like, I'm not sure you're well. Right. Which, by the way, I still don't think you need to go under a conservatorship. You no. can be not well and a millionaire and spend your money however you want. But it makes a question. But I am like, source. I wonder how much of this is real, how much of it isn't. A bit of an unreliable narrator. And right. you, the, her most recent episode in the news has been dancing with these knives, right? She's posting mm. videos with these big Michael Myers knives, and then she keeps saying, guys, chill out, it's Halloween, they're rubber. Yet every video, basically, except the first one, she bangs them together. Bing, mm. bing. That's not rubber. She's using real knives. And she's got bandages on her arms in the next video, and then a bandage on her leg or a cut on her leg. I'm sorry, but then the book comes out. It is a little... I'm with you. You're like, okay, well, we've seen what you've said on social media. Right, I'm not sure how it's true. Have you, I mean, if you go back on her Instagram, a lot of it's been deleted, but read some of those long posts that she wrote. You think, I'm not saying it's not true. Just kind of it, some of it reminds me of when we talked to Courtney Lum. She was like, I'll tell you, Ed Norton stole my 401k. Right, I'm like, right. Huh? What are we talking about? Yeah, no. He did? That doesn't mean he didn't. But I'm like, this is, I'm not. I did not expect Ed Norton to come up in that interview at all, not in a right. million years. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Is this real? Is it not real? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, What's the name of her book again? The Woman in Me. The Woman in Me. Oh, yeah. well, yours would just be The Man in Me. I guess so. Three Men in Me. <laughs> Three Men in Me. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Uh, A Man in All My Orifices. What's that song, Snowcone? The Man in Me. The Man in Me. Who what? sings that? Who sings that? The Man in Me. I don't know what you're talking about. Me neither. Uh, Oh, come on. Someone on Twitch will know. I can hear it. Uh, it's like, uh, it's not Bob Dylan, but uh, anyway, I'll think of it later. Okay. Two uh, men inside me? No. I, you know, look, if you want to do... The man inside me, I do She like did that. the woman in me. I guess I could do the lady in me. You could do the man inside me. The... Uh, Slim patch. The dainty The man in me. inside me. The dainty in me. The man inside me. My story about the man inside me. About the yeah. men. And it's all just about me. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm still I'm working the man on inside it. you. I'm still working. I got a couple chapters left to do. You know, because stuff's still happening in life, right? Yeah, yeah. Can't finish the book when I still got stuff happening. I'm watching snow going, eat hamburgers, and getting fights with people in cars. Yeah. That stuff's got to be in the book, you know. Um, moving on, this sex a guy story- in each hand, <laughs> a guy in each hand, <laughs> a guy in every orifice. Um, I don't know if you can say that, snow cone. You can. So I told you about this a couple months ago because I saw it on the news. And you have boys. You have two of them. And they're young, and they're in this age range that they're warning people about. And there's this issue with sextortion against uh, tween and teen boys in the United States. And they're keeping track now of how many kids it's happening to. Last year it happened to quite a few. This year it's already happened to way more than it happened to in all of last year. So it's on the rise. And there's some terrible consequences now. This kid they showed on Nightline. He meets some girl on social media. They start DMing. She asks for a sexy pic. He sends it. Then she says, I've got all your contacts. I'm going to send this to everybody if you don't give me $1,000. He said, you know, basically, you're, you're making me want to kill myself. And she's responding, good. Jesus. Right? She doesn't care. He goes in the bedroom and shoots himself, kills himself over this. And the media has been looking into this because this stuff has been, you know, they've been hearing about this. There's been a few stories. But now the numbers are coming out. It's gotten to the point where schools now, and I don't know if they do it at your school, your boys' school yet or not, but schools are now doing, like, assemblies where an administrator or teacher will come out and say, hey, guys, Here's what's happening. They, I watched a woman on the news doing it today in a gymnasium. She's talking to like junior high, high school age, maybe kids, saying this is what happens. They're going to send you a message. They're going to ask you for this. All they want is money. They're having to tell kids about Jordan this. Jordan DeMay was a star athlete, the homecoming king. The 17-year-old had everything to live for until a chance encounter on Instagram 
led to his shocking death. It started out with the supposed girl saying, hey, we have some friends in common. That girl with the handle Danny Roberts enticing Jordan to send her a nude photo, then demanding money. Okay, a couple things here about our generation that makes this story kind of hard to relate to. One is, uh, as a guy, I'm not a send a sexy pic guy, right? Like, send me a no. pic. There's no sexy pics for me to take. There's certainly none for me to send. So uh, that's not really a thing. And I think a lot of guys our age could probably honestly say they've never done it. Plenty have, but sure. I think a lot of no them say, yeah, I've never done it. Um, but the idea that when you see... A, Just him with no clothes on. <laughs> when you on a bearskin rug in right, front like, of a fire. I'm, that's holding what I'm his wiener in one hand. He's got to be showing his face because these kids, yeah, they're, they're getting worried. They must mm-hmm. be showing their faces because otherwise right. they wouldn't be worried about it, right? But the other thing that's a little generational here is I would think that kids like your kids' age, Lazo, when they see a message from this new girl pop up, that they're automatically thinking this is sus, right? Well, because maybe not. they know the internet. They know. Maybe not because, I mean, one thing is you, we, I think we think of the world differently. We would be shocked because we didn't have social media. If someone from a different school, twenty miles away, messaged us, we'd be like, "What? This isn't." If they, well, how would they message us? If they called us, like yeah, we'd be like, yeah. "What?" But I think with this, like, "Hey, I'm friends with some of your friends. I used to go to school with her." Pretty easy to go through your followers and pick out people. And the world's so much smaller. You'd be like, "Oh, cool. This is a girl's a uh, sophomore at you know whatever school in a different district." And now you're talking. And you believe it enough that when they ask but for a naked I don't think pic? you think that it's not even here because you think, oh, that, you know, they've got friends that are common with you. I don't think they just do it out of the blue. That's what they do. They, now, if you click on their profiles, at least the ones on the news, a lot of them have, like, basically no followers. Right. I think that would change things. Right. right. And you think if someone's asking you for a naked pic, you at least check, like, is this the real person? I screenshot all your followers and tags. can send these nudes to everyone and also send your nudes to your family and friends until it goes viral. All you have to do is cooperate with me, and I won't expose you. Jordan asks, how much? Danny, $1,000. But is Danny Roberts really who she says she is? Jordan, now spiraling. I'll kill myself right now, he writes, because of you. Good, Danny replies. (sighs) Do that fast. He shot himself with a firearm in his bed. It was obviously total shock. It hurts me so bad as a mom to think about what he went through in the last hours. Jordan's tragic death is part of a growing trend targeting young boys between the ages of 10 and 18 on social media, apps, and through video games. In 2022, there are over 7,000 reported sextortion cases against children in America. In 2023, we've seen well over 12,500 reports. So we've already surpassed 2022's numbers, and the year was barely even halfway over. This is an epidemic that is running rampant. And most of them aren't going to report it, okay, because they're embarrassed or whatever, and their kid's like, no, please don't. So we don't actually know how many uh, kids have been targeted like this. Uh, because did they ever find out who this person was? That person, I don't know if they found that person yet. I did see that one of the stories, I think it was one of the stories we talked about, they found someone that they suspected and arrested them. And it was weird because it was someone here. I I don't know why I assumed that this is happening. A lot of these phone scams and internet scams are coming from out of the country, right? right? So isn't that what you think, or is that not what you think when you see it? No, not necessarily. I think like this is well-organized. You've got a lot of it happening. They're all doing the same thing. They're targeting kids of the same age. Right. And I just assumed someone is... Maybe doing this in an office even somewhere, just like they scam old people on the phone. Right. But it could just be another kid at your school, I guess. But 
Anyway, I guess have you well, had... I assume it's an adult trying to get money. Yeah. But I'm just saying it could be anybody. Yeah, it could be anybody. But, but I'm might, just wondering if they can tra- can, they, can they trace this they Daniel try. Roberts? They, they 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 try, and I know that they arrested one uh, guy that they suspected might be responsible for one of these. But you know they're using VPNs a lot of times, which for the cops are like this is right. going to take forever. And you know I, I don't know how much of a priority it is. I'm sure that's a lot I'm of sure work to get into. Uh, but you're talking about child porn, basically. Child porn. You would think Interpol could get involved, even. I mean, right, that's and, a big deal. You know. Uh, extortion died blackmail right, right. right. blackmail like, extortion whatever yeah so anyway the point is if you have kids and i don't know why they say it's especially boys which is interesting to me do you think girls are just less likely to worry about it they're like oh well this sucks but whatever it's happened to my friends or something you know what i mean is that why they're targeting boys maybe are are boys more likely to pay i just it's interesting are they to more me. likely to be upset about it are they more likely to be eager to send a naked picture to someone they've never met before? Maybe. Whereas a girl's like, who the hell are you? You know, that could be the issue. Anyway, I guess talk to your kids. Have you talked to your kids about it, Laszlo? Have you heard them talk about this? Do they talk about it at their school? No. But I'm going to talk to them about it tonight. I was, was going to say, you might want to, you might want yeah, to have hey, a chat Has this ever happened? Like, you know, and this is what they do, and this is how it goes. Just assume that anyone who's asking you for a sexy pick is trying to scam you. Just right. always. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Laszlo, I saw one. Of the, I know yeah. a long, long time ago, someone put out like an excerpt from a book. I think it was from the 50s, the 40s. or 50s. I think it was from the 50s. And remember, it was, it was supposed to, it was for women. It was to train them to be good wives. You remember that? Someone got a hold of it and put it on the internet and talked about what they were supposed to do to be good wives and, you know, keep the house clean sure. and all that stuff. And you got a big kick out of it. There's a uh, there's a website called like Women Blazing Trails. It's like a, a feminist pro women thing. Okay, and they were talking about uh, they did an article about in the 1950s everything that was totally expected in the United States of a woman. Okay, okay, and how you know it proves that we've come a, a long ways because you see the pictures and you know what it looks like, but you don't know what was really going. Well, I'll on be the judge of behind that. them. So they talk about how first of all, like when he comes home from work, one of their jobs, one of the things that they were quote unquote taught through these magazines and stuff, was you don't talk, you listen to him. Mm. He's the one who's been at work. Don't complain about your day or the kids. Your job is to listen to him, talk about his day, and get everything off his chest. You take your stuff somewhere else. Yeah. Which is insane. That's so crazy. You know, to the book club. Yeah, I guess so. Exactly. Mm. The quilting circle, whatever. One of the other things they said is that you, the whole idea is that when he's home, you're supposed to make everything about him. You don't complain if he doesn't take you out to dinner. You don't complain if he doesn't give you attention because the evening is all about him relaxing because he has to go to work the next day and you have to respect that. So, you know, you can talk to your friends on the phone if you want or whatever, but you cannot get mad at him. You cannot criticize him because right. evening time is his time. Hey, he's been working all to day. To do whatever it because he's been working all day. Right. Um, they say the real goal, the ultimate goal and kind of the competition and even these like homemaker magazines was to make your home the best home for a man to come home and yeah. relax with no stress right. and, er- and no clutter sure. and everything clean, right? Yeah. Uh, you, that's some of the- he's been working. Right, and those are some of the other rules, too. You're supposed to clean. Yeah. You're also supposed to minimize all noise. This was actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually something that they talked about, that when he gets home, make sure the kids aren't screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure that you're not making any Get noise. Get your house in order. Get- Get your house in order. Get your You're house in order. Supposed to be quiet. They they would tell them like, look, he's tired. Yeah, he's tired. He doesn't need any a- added aggravation. Well, he's not even put up with so some boss should... yelling at him all day. 
There should be no, more of this. No unnecessary noises, no kids screaming, no yeah. dishwashers running. That was the other thing I thought yeah. was interesting. They said if you have appliances, you have to be done running them before yeah, yeah, he gets yeah. home. I want to hear that running. Makes me this nervous. Stuff was in like magazines. This was like, I want to be a good wife. I'm going to do this stuff. Look how good I am. I mean, it's yeah. it's kind of crazy. I know Lazo thinks it sounds yeah, oh. like Oh, you're like, like this sounds like such like a bad a idea. Time. The other thing, of course, okay. the this big, sounds horrible to me. The big thing that's probably the hardest thing I would get. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it doesn't sound horrible. Maybe some of those women that are alive today would say it was the best. Sure. Right? Loved having, sure a lot loved of having a role. Say it was the best. I'm sure they would for sure. Uh, so the other thing that I would think would be the hardest, but I'm not a parent, but I would just assume, is that they would say you're, you have to have your children prepared when he gets home. So cleaned up, obviously the yeah. no screaming, but then you're supposed to like get them into a nice outfit, yeah. almost as if they're going to dinner sure. or going to take a school picture, that you can't, he can't come home and see them running around yeah, in yeah. socks and underwear. Clean them up. You have to clean them up. It literally says that. Clean you're them you're up. supposed to make sure they're clean, well-behaved, and they're supposed to be smiling. And you tell them when dad comes home, you need to be smiling at him. No complaining. Of course, another big one is absolutely no clutter in the house. Everything yeah, yeah. has to be in its place, picked up exactly. by picked the time up. he gets home. Toys put away, kitchen wanna, cleaned up, right. has to be perfect. And then, you know, and now this part is kind of fun, I'll just say. But they would talk about how you are supposed to prepare yourself as the wife. So he, yeah. spent, he spent all day with work and his coworkers, yeah. and it's stressful. And when he gets home, you know, you're supposed to be his pick-me-up. Yeah. So when he gets home, you should have freshly done your makeup, yeah. your hair, your outfit, everything, yeah. as if you're going out or meeting him for the first time yes. trying to impress him. Clean yourself up. Because this is him coming home. He needs to see you at your best. Yes. So you have to totally prepare yourself. Of course. And then the final thing. To be a good wife in the 50s, they said? Let's just be a good wife in today's world. <laughs> well, what's the final thing? I don't know why we got to put a year on this thing. Because this was actually talked about in the 50s in magazines and books, apparently. Yeah, well. But now you got the kids clean. There's no noise. The dishwasher's not running. The yeah, clutter's picked everything's up. Everything's done. You're only going to listen to him about his day. You're not going to yeah. complain about yours. What's the final thing that you have to do to be a good wife? Have sex with him. Well, uh, you know what? That's interesting that it doesn't say that in there. Maybe that's what they mean by prepare yourself. They were real weird about sex in the 50s. You know, in the mm. sitcoms, they slept in separate beds and all that. Mm, okay. But. Supposed to have dinner ready. Oh, you you yeah, knew that one. Where's my dinner, bitch? You're supposed to have dinner right. ready. Well, that, you don't have to. Come that's on. a big you one. Don't have to. I'm just saying, angry, you know, uh, sexist well, guy or whatever. He comes ready, home. He ah, have. Where's my dinner? Right. That was never a thing. My dad never came home and said, "Where's my dinner? Where's my dinner?" Or complained about what? What? Why are you shaking your head? Your dad did. I know your dad complained at least once when your mom made breakfast for dinner because you told sure. me that story. Yeah. And I don't know what he said. Breakfast ain't dinner. Breakfast ain't That's dinner. That's what he said. Breakfast right. ain't dinner. They right. got right. everybody in the car and we went out to dinner. Right. That's dumb. Breakfast right. for dinner is awesome. Well, whatever. I don't You like grew up it. with women. I don't, I don't, I don't like breakfast for dinner? No. No, oh, man, I, it's I, so really, good. I really don't. I, I get. I don't know. There's something about it. It makes me feel even poorer or something. It's of like, course. we can't go get food? Right. Why are we eating the same stuff Why that we're going to eat tomorrow morning? Hash browns and eggs? Right. I mean, I like that stuff in the morning. Of course. When I, I just need to get a little said. food in my belly. But it's dinner time. Right. Cook something. Right. This is stupid. And you're making it sound like, let's take that the other way. So I know you're, you're making me be the bad guy here because yeah, you like it. We're just having fun, yeah. Right. But I know you like to make me the bad guy. It's okay. And I like to, I, I like to lean into it. Yeah. Well, let's just go the other way. Snowgun, you can stay out of this. Here we go. It really so doesn't... Red pill, get it ready in okay. one, no. two, three. No, no, no. I'm just asking you. Okay. So you like, then, to come home. And when you first walk in for the house to be a mess, your kids to be running around with, uh, you know, in a mess, mm -hmm. right? Uh, your wife or girlfriend to be complaining about their day, mm -hmm. right? In, uh, you know, cut off sweatpants in your old T-shirt, uh -huh. right? 
and uh, and then uh, complaining about you and other things. You, that that's what. That's well, what take you out want? the complaining about you because no now that implies that we're like fighting. It. Now that no. that now it's implying that we're fighting. Sometimes she's complaining. Well, about Well, I just me. said but you should never think about hey, complain you. about her day. Complain about but her. But it kids. says you know, hey, don't cause any problems but because you know, he's had a hard day about so, your day. Yeah. So I'm just saying, let's just assume that means that she's no complaining about the kids misbehaving, no complaining about the yeah, dishwasher nothing. not working, right. no, no complaining about you, nothing. Right, but you like it when she does. No, I don't like it. I don't like it when I do. But what I but I'm not mad if. Uh, she didn't clean the house. I'm right. not mad if she wants to talk to me when I get home. What right. I want is for her to be happy to see me and to be someone that she wants to be around. Mm. And I don't know that she exactly. would want to be around me if I said, here's the rules, lady. You're going to clean this house. You're going to shut up and you're going to listen to me. I don't think she's going to like me very but much. But I just wonder if that's really true because I've heard you talk about how, like, you know, uh, I don't know what my uh, girlfriend does for a living. We've you say about, that. I know what she does. But we like, talk about really it all know. the time. She talks about it sometimes. I you don't really know. That. But you've said that to me. I have it, never yes, said that. Oh, my God. I know exactly. I've said it's complicated. She's a CPA. Right. She's very smart. But I know what she does. We talk about well, her work. She'll ask about day. your work, and you're like, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I don't like talking about work. Right. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm but like, she hey. does. But she does. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. And you like to go home and listen to it. Yeah. I just like being around her. Mm-hmm. If she wants to complain about something at work, that's really fine. I have other things I might want to complain about. Sometimes I might talk about work, but to mm-hmm. me, you know, every day when I get home, I'm like, "What did you do today?" I'm like, "I don't remember." Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you got to feel the same way. We've been doing this for so long. You're like, "I don't know." We went in there, half-assed it. Now I'm right. here, and I feel bad about it. So leave me alone. What did you do today? Right? Yeah, I don't want to hear about it. Right? But if she had something happen and she wants to talk about it, that's totally fine. Now, when I was a kid, that was my dad. My dad came home and complained about his day. And my mom told me years later, she's like, you know, your father would come home, he complained about work for like an hour. She's like, it, it annoyed me. Mm-hmm. She's like, but that was my job. Mm-hmm. You know, I needed to be there for him as a partner. Yeah. I don't think that that means that that was her job as a 50s housewife. It just meant he needed someone to talk to. And sometimes, you know, you you're the one talking and the other one's listening. It's just, right. you know, right. trying to be fair. That's I all. said stay out of it. Especially <laughs> if you're just going to say exactly and right and right. It really makes no sense. It adds nothing to the conversation. I appreciate it. It's more that. annoying than talking to a woman. You got a mad. No. You got a mad. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. You know, it seems like there should be, like, you don't want the opposite of that. I'm no. not saying you want it to be just like that. I'm just saying you don't saying, want the opposite of it either. Right. right. I'm just saying that what they're saying you should do is uh, uh, an unreasonable expectation of a, of a person, of a partner. It's completely unreasonable. Well, I think it's even more unreasonable now for, because women work. Well, sure, of course. Right. Yeah, so, no, I mean, now it's, totally it's just it's completely out of date. Yeah. I'm just saying back then, right. like, you can't just take things in a time capsule and take something from 1950 and put that. it in 2022. I, I agree with Your that. girlfriend works more hours than you. I agree with I that. I would yeah. say in her case, she'd be like, why didn't you clean the kitchen before you left? Right. I agree. I work 10 hours a day. It's totally I different. think that's completely different. But in 1946, yeah. like, she didn't work. Right. And his job was to go out and make the money. And it was kind of like a contractual agreement mm-hmm. between the people to say, hey, I'm going to take care of the kids in the house and you got to go work at the lumber mill and bring home money. Yeah. And so I just thought in my, you know, it's hard to take something that was that was thought of as the right way to do it yeah. in 1940 yeah. and transpose that to 2023 because in 2023 women are working as many hours as we are and they're doing the same job and they should be treated completely different. Right. In 1943, you know, watch TV was different. Right, but to me that's evidence because if you watch how things changed over the years, women clearly showed we want to work too. We exactly. want to have our own careers. We want to get and out. I think out. that's all great. Which to me is evidence that they maybe didn't love being at home just keeping the kids quiet and listening to your day all day and dressing well, up. And I, I think, right. They wanted more and so they said, but you know what? Go back the other way. I think guys are like, "Hey, I want to spend more time with the kids." Sure, exactly. Right, so things go back and forth. Right. I'm just saying. I think that that is evidence, if you will, that. 
this, they were not happy doing, they were not all loving this and thinking this is the ideal life. They clearly stated, we want our own careers. We I get want what to you're saying, but I think also guys were like, man, this isn't the greatest life. That could be. I'm sure. out there busting my ass for 12 hours sure. a day, chopping down trees, having to pay for all these bills yeah, and yeah, the cars, yeah. but my, like, it sucks. Yeah. So I think they probably were both in a situation where it was not ideal. Yeah, I get that. Like, like, this sucks. I, I go to work where all these guys yell at me. It's, I got to bust down these trees. It's a lot trees. of pressure. Right. I mean, you get fired, your whole family now goes, right. you're the only thing that can provide for us. Exactly. Mom's not allowed to work. Every day. I gotta yeah, go. I can't tell someone to f off because if I do, yeah. then you know that dishwasher that's running, I can't afford to get a new one. Yeah, I get so it. I think nobody thought that it was the ideal situation; it was right. just the situation. Right, I get it. Uh, you know what? It would be fun, I guess, to do a little role play maybe for a week. We'll just say, "Hey, Brooke, this is what this is what we're going to do. Give it a shot. You know, clean up the house. You're going to be ready for me when I get home." And I, I mean, mean, I, I would think in your say, situation, it should be her. Her, me being the housekeeper? Yeah. Well, I kind of am because I'm the one who does like most of the, the housekeeping stuff. Cause what, just, do you ever leave it dirty in the morning? Instinct. I usually try and pick up before yeah, I leave. I do that. Yeah, do I better. usually try and pick up. No, I do. If I've got okay. stuff, I pick up saying, before I leave. But she's going sure. to look at this all day. Yeah, I'll grab that stuff and put it yeah. away. Yeah, so I guess I am more of the woman. That's why I told you the name of my book was going to be The Woman in Me. The Man Inside You. Now it's going to be The Man in Me. The Man in Me can do nearly any task. There it is. What, what is that, Snowcone? Man in Me can do... Nearly Nobody knows what you're God talking it, about. Right, we got to go. It's the end of the show. About. End of the anyway, show. good show. Glorious time. Stay. Uh, uh, what, are we, what are they doing? Positive, Positive. kids. The Church of Laszlo.